The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast. Become a confident, compassionate leader while sharpening your brand from the inside out. It's time to gear up to learn from expert guests and your host, Amber Hurdle. Welcome or welcome back to the Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Amber Hurdle, and this is a very special episode because it's not only my 100th episode. If you're watching this the day that it goes live, it's also my birthday. Hey, go Amber. It's your birthday. It is. It's my birthday today. So um, we've got a lot to cover. First, I want to talk about the five greatest things that I learned in doing 100 episodes. And then we'll get into a little bit of a reflection of my past year on this planet. Um, this is really significant, this 100 episodes. I think it's significant for any podcaster, but Girlfriend's kind of been the little engine that could on this podcast journey. And let me tell you, it is a journey. You got to like pack a snack. <laughs> you like got to go get your shots. Like you got to, you got to get in it. Like you got to prepare. It's a whole thing. Okay. So, um, just to let you know, for those of you who aren't like girlfriend's been doing this a really long time <laughs> to only be at 100 episodes, carry the one plus two, like, huh? This podcast originally was the Bombshell Business Podcast, and the first episode aired on August 8th, 2016. Yeah. So it took me five years to hit my 100th episode. I mean, we we stopped it for a while. We rebranded it. We brought it back. Also, consistency is not my spiritual gift. We're getting there, I promise. Um but this is, you know, it's been a long haul. So I, I guess I think that today is, is a good lesson day. And as for my birthday, I don't kind of like getting older. I mean, I might not like getting older 20 years from now, but I love my forties, like really love my forties. For those of you who are in your thirties, and I know the majority of my audience, I'm pretty sure are fifties and forties, according to the, the data we just collected. But if you're in your thirties and you fear hitting that four Oh, let me just tell you, get you a little Botox or don't, I'm not encouraging anybody to do things that you don't want to do, but I'm just saying if that part scares you, just get you a little Botox and, um, and then understand that your forties are so great because you have hindsight, you have life experience, you have business experience. And I think the most pleasurable part of being in my forties is that I get the respect now that I wanted in my twenties. Like even that I earned in my twenties that I didn't get because I was young and now I'm, I'm respected and I feel really empowered. <laughs> so I'm ready to keep rocking these forties. I'm, I'm 42 today. 
So now that we have um, clarified that the secret to aging with joy is Botox, I'm just totally kidding. I, I wear that out because it's like one of those taboo things people don't talk about. And I'm just like, whatever, it is what it is. We all get it. So stop lying. Um, let's cover the five things that I have learned in 100 episodes, 100 solo episodes or interviews. So number one, I have learned that people are just freaking awesome. They're awesome. This can be a really dark and ugly world. If you go out there and, and that's who you pursue and hang out with an experience. But if you're, if you are a podcast host or if you guest on podcasts a lot, um, you're typically a really passionate, driven, intentional, thoughtful, loving person who wants to help other people by and large. Let me just say in like this coaching space kind of podcasty world that I live in. I mean, I don't know about some of these like serial killer ones or whatever, or the political ones. We won't go there. Um, but for the type of podcast that mine is, I attract really above the line, high energy. And I don't mean like, woo, I mean like they're energetically at a higher level um, than other people who are low energy, victim mentality, ugliness, um, anger, those type of things. So through these people that I've met through podcasting and being on other people's podcasts, it's, it's literally changed my life through connection. And, and this is such a, I said in my book, the bombshell Businesswoman, that the people in my life are, are woven their threads that are, have woven the fabric of my life. And, and this is just another example of the beauty of that, because I might have met somebody who introduced me to somebody else, or I met somebody and I introduced them to somebody else. And that synergy was just beautiful and amazing. Um, and, and I've had like clients on my podcast. So that's been amazing to be able to highlight the work that they did, the, the, the Jackie Kinney's of the world, um, the Renee Keller's of the world who came to me, who flew or drove to Nashville, or I flew to them and, and did days of really hard work with 30 days before it and 30 days after it of just really hard, or even, you know, Jackie's still in my community. She's a, she's a member of, of the Velvet Machete Leadership Society, and she's still doing her work. The joy that that brings me, I can't even tell you like that just excites me every day. It gets me out of bed every day. It's why I do what I do. And guys, this is not easy. This is hard. This is really hard work. Okay. Like I am super techie and nerdy. As most of you know, like there's a whole chapter about working with tech in my book, how I like to teach Wilma Flintstone, how to do business in a Jane Jetson world. But when it comes to like equipment, like cars or anything mechanical, not exactly my jam. So like figuring out how to work this microphone, this is a sure SM7B that is what Michael Jackson recorded Thriller on. And over there I have like a preamp and I have to figure out gain and things like that. Like this is a thing. Okay. Um, lighting, which I never have right, but I will get my studio set up hopefully. And, um, well, I will, I just don't know when I'm trying. Um, you know, it's just work. So if I don't have that human experience to, make me do the schleppy stuff that I don't love doing, then I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Right. So, um, and then also on the people are awesome side of things. Like my team, my team is awesome. You don't get to see my team. Amber's face is on everything. Um, but from Jean, who, who 
keeps this whole podcast running and who edits and deals with all the things, this wouldn't happen without Jean and Shantae, who um, keeps the whole thing running. She's our project manager. And none of this, the, the, the behind the scenes is because Shantae's showing up as her best self because they care about you. They care about our mission. They care about what we're doing. Um, Anthony and Lynn in the, in the website. And I mean, all of that, that all happens because of very passionate people that I get to work with every day. And it's, it's pretty exciting. So with this lesson, number one, people are awesome. Here's my challenge for you. So write this down. Who do you need to meet and where do you need to go to meet them in order to go where you want to go, to have the life that you want to have, to have the experiences that you want to have, to meet your goals. Who do you need to know? What awesome people do you need in your world? Go flip and find them. Answer that question. And we could link to um, our our networking episode. Um, and let me make a note of that so I don't forget <laughs> the show notes to make sure you have a link to that episode. It probably has like a downloadable worksheet. And there's also a chapter in my book, um, how to network like a lady boss. And if you're a gentleman, listen, just forget that it says lady boss. It, the advice still applies to you. Even if we put it in high heels and lipstick, it still applies to you. So um, make sure that you, you do that work and then you will get to hang out with awesome people too and have the life of your dreams like I get to experience. The second lesson is, um, is that the person who wins is not necessarily the best. It's the person who doesn't give up. Notice I did not say it's the person who is consistent because I'm not consistent. You guys know this. <laughs> I'm not a consistent person nothing would happen consistently without my team to be clear. And we still struggle because I have to do my part in order for them to do theirs. So it's really about not giving up. We made it to a hundred episodes because I just kept going. Even if I didn't get an episode out every single week, even if I had to shut it down for a minute because of all the other things that were going on or or the, the decisions that I was making at that time that I thought were the best, um, you know, I just didn't give up. And so now here we are hundred episodes. And the example that I've been giving lately is Madonna, like raise your hand. If you love the material girl. Okay. I love Madonna. She, she's a little weird, crazy. So am I, whatever. Um, Madonna is not exactly the best singer in the world, right? Can we agree on that? Um, can she sing for sure? She Whitney Houston, mm, not dog. She Mariah Carey. Mm, not, not, not so much. She, um, Mary J. Blige. Mm, nope. No, no, she's not any of those. She is not the best singer. However, she is an extraordinary performer and she can sing and she relentlessly did her thing. She just didn't give up. She knocked on doors. She hounded people to play her, her music on radio stations. She showed up at clubs and like handed the DJs like her tape and said, play this, let's get this dance floor going. Do your homework, consult the Google. Okay. See how Madonna became Madonna. It wasn't because of her amazing voice. Okay. But she didn't give up. She was relentless and tenacious and that's what got her there. So, um, again, I have not been perfect. This has been a very long journey, a five-year journey, y'all. August 8th, 2016. Hello, it's October, 2021, <laughs> but I didn't give up. So here we are. And that's my, that is my challenge to you is I want you, when you're thinking about winning, 
and then not being the best, but just being the person who did not give up the tortoise and the hare. I want you to identify something that you think you can't do or that you're not good enough to do something you're hesitant to do. And then I just want you to commit to a time frame. It doesn't have to be for forever. Maybe it's, maybe it's 30 days, maybe it's 90 days, maybe it's one year, but I want you to commit to that time frame and just not give up. Now, if you screw up, start over. If you don't do it for a day, if it's a daily thing, fine, start the next day. If you take a whole flipping month off and you've committed to a year, that's only one twelfth of a downfall. There's 11 more months. Y'all just keep going. Okay. And then you can achieve and you can win whatever it is. The prize is for you. Okay. That's, that's my challenge to you. Now, numeral three, get out of your comfort zone. Let me tell y'all what, well before August, well before August of 2016, I interviewed a top executive, like senior vice president worldwide of a fortune 50 company. Maybe not the best person to cut your teeth on when you're podcasting, but I had the opportunity. Um, she was really excited. I was involved in something she was involved in. She wanted to do it. She was super gracious as was her assistant. And I just really lucked out. Um, and so I had her on and, um, and then we, we hung up because I used to do this on Skype and it didn't record or download. So I just packed up all of my podcasting equipment and I put it on a shelf and I said, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. I just need to do my job. I just need to go be the consultant. I need to go to these big companies and just do that thing. And, um, and podcasting is not what I need to do right now. You do that too. Okay. <laughs> How many things have you just said? Oh, I, I screwed up one time. Um, that was a time in my life that I did not fail forward. I did not eat my own cookies on that one. You know, all the lessons I've, all the losses I've turned into lessons, but in that time I just gave up. I did not fail forward, but here's what happened next. I happened to be amongst a lot of podcasters during that season. I still am, but like an odd amount of podcasters. Um, we were all in this big group together and they were all building their podcasts and then their businesses. And I was building my business. And then I was like, I'll get to the podcast. So talk about peer pressure and what they collectively said to me as a group. And also as individuals was like, Amber, you just got to get out of your comfort zone. Um, so I did. I, I got back on the horse. Might've been a couple of years later or more than a couple of years. And, um, and I, and I just, I kept trying and a lot of them helped me. And some of them in these early episodes, um, you'll, you'll hear from some of my friends and we joked about some of those things, but I chose to fail forward with that that loss that I had back there, I turned it into the lesson in 2016. And now I was one of the founders of the Nashville podcasting group. Now, if you're in Nashville, like check out Clark Buckner and um, Angus Nelson and, and that whole group over there. Um, I'm not, I don't participate as much anymore because my life got crazy, but um, you know, that was 
so I was able to serve other people through that people in my membership and the velvet machete leadership society, they have launched podcasts within that group, or they're about to launch podcasts. And do you know how edifying it is for me to be like, Oh my gosh, okay. You got to do this. Here's this form. What, what other questions do you have? Okay. Yeah. Here's a form for that. And here's how, here's my process for that. And here's the tool that I use for that. And don't do that. That's way too expensive. Do it this way. And that'll save you some money. Now that's what I get to do um, because I got out of my comfort zone. I'm helping other people get out of their comfort zone and hear me when I say I gave up at first. So I'm, I'm not trying to tell you like, oh, be like me. Um, but maybe I am saying be like me because if you, if you have been scared or, you, or you, it didn't work out for you, I just want you to understand it's not too late to get out of your comfort zone. So my challenge for you is to ask yourself, what are you doing right now? Because you are afraid you're going to look stupid. <laughs> and then what do you need to get out of your comfort zone? I had friends. I put myself in a community that was about podcasting where I would get peer pressured to start my flipping podcast. That's what I did to get out of my comfort zone. What are you going to do to get out of your comfort, out of your comfort zone and out of your own way? Okay. That's, that's number three. Now, lesson learned from 100 episodes, number four, people need your light. I'm going to say it again. People need your light. Um, if we learned anything through stay-at-home orders or just COVID in general is that the world can be a very dark place. Um, there is a lot of loneliness. There's still a lot of loneliness. Um, and then we were dealing with social injustice. Um, some people were able to work. Some people were unable to work. And in the world can be a harsh place. So you need to go into that darkness and shine your unique light. I'm able to shine my light with my particular guests. I'm, I'm, I'm a communicator. That's what God said. Like here, Amber, here's your piece of the pie. You can communicate. And so, yeah, I can podcast or I, I can, you know, get on this microphone or I can take a microphone on stage and do like the number one fear on the planet, public speaking for a living. That's what I do. That does not mean that the, I'm the only type of person to shine. You don't have to be a celebrity. You don't have to have the microphone to shine your light. Um, I just had drinks yesterday with my friend, Brittany, who uh, founded her bank within Legends Bank here in Nashville. She is shining her light like I do, okay? But in a totally different way. She works at a bank. She is uniquely gifted to be able to create a banking experience for female business owners so that they don't have the icky experience many of us have had. Thank God I have an amazing bank. but. A lot of women have, have, they don't get treated with the same amount of respect when they go in and they start talking about their creative ideas and, and trying to figure out how they're going to make it work. So she created an ecosystem for that. They have 60 people in that program right now. It's amazing. Brittany's amazing. She's shining her light into the darkness that these women who have big dreams and nobody to believe in Brittany, because of what she did and the team, it's not just Brittany, but the team that does this is shining their lights into these people's lives. Um, I think about, you know, again, through 
through COVID, a lot of nursing homes were unable or um, had policy around visitors. And so you had these people who were alone. And so the janitor or the person who changes the bedpan or cleans the bathroom, that was the person to shine their light into the life of that person who does not get to see their family. And don't you know that that could psychologically, that the light that person shined into the person who might even be invalid could have been the difference between life and death from keep on keeping on and saying, we're going to get through this. I'm going to get to see my family again and just simply giving up. So you do not have to have the microphone to shine your light into this world. And that's what personal branding is all about. It's just, it's, it's about understanding your unique gifts. It's about being able to define that. It's about positioning it so that you have the opportunity to shine your light where your light is needed and valued. Okay. Where your, your light is required for that service to other people. Um, and so my challenge to you is to identify, and I really want, I want you to email me this or DM me amber at amberhurdle.com or wherever we're connected on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, I'm the velvet machete. I'm amber hurdle everywhere else. Tweet me back, whatever. I want you to tell me this. My light that I shine is whatever that is. Okay. I don't care what your vocation is. I want to know what your light is. Okay. So again, put that in the comments on YouTube or message me. Um, what is your light? Because that is what outshines the darkness. And when we all do it, we raise the energy and we make a light for the entire world to enjoy. And that's what we really need right now. Y'all that is so needed right now. So own it and then share that light. Okay. So number five, <laughs> You know, I was going to say that, you know, I was going to say this. I have said this since I got started. Just do you. Okay. Just do you. I'm not trying to be anybody but me on this podcast. All right. I'm not trying to bring anybody on this podcast who is not for you, who does not align with my values, which you have chosen to align with yourself by simply being a listener or a viewer or a part of the Velvet Machete community. Um, I am very protective of you. I wish you can see my inbox. Oh my gosh, it's maddening. I need like a whole separate inbox to just deal with podcast pitches. Um, I am a lioness. I am protective. I'm a warrior. <laughs> and I feel like you're underneath my professional umbrella. And, and when the rain comes, AKA the shysters who want to just get on this show so that they can hard pitch you like ain't happening. They're not getting under the umbrella with us. Okay. Like lioness mama is going to be like, mm -mm. I'm only going to bring people on here who are going to edify you, who are going to teach you something, who, whether you choose to do business with them or not, or you follow them, or you add another like to their Instagram account, like bag that, I want them to serve you and help you solve the problems that you've got in this life. And so I have to fiercely just do me to protect you, to serve you. I have to, without hesitation, just do me. And let me tell you, just, just doing me is velvet machete in balance. Okay. Does that mean that I don't sometimes get a little machete? might happen. Um, you know, personally, 
that that can happen as well. But personally, I tend to be a, a, a little more velvet, um, a little more vulnerable, um, softer, um, you know, maybe even sensitive at times. So that's that. But in business, in business, I'm a mother truck and dragon, y'all. I got some thick skin. So you can come at me. I don't care because I'm just doing me, right? If you don't want to listen to me, move along. Don't get on my feed. There's lots of other podcasts you can listen to. Be bold. Be you. Be that insatiable person who will not accept anything short of acceptance for who you are. Now, (laughs) that is not to say that there are not learned behaviors that we have to have, that we don't have to, where's my, where's my sticker? I always keep that. We don't have to bubble wrap the areas of us that are less than helpful. Okay. We, we have to do that. We have to learn what we need to learn in order to operate in, in this world for the company so that you're actually able to do the job that you've been asked to do. It is your responsibility to the, to ensure that your bubble wrap, whether it's a people, um, a people situation or a process. It's your job to ensure that that is followed through with because it's your bubble wrap It's still your responsibility. Um, but if anybody makes you feel like you can't be inherently who you are, you're in the wrong place, or you need to just set them straight in a, in a velvet machete way. Remember the machete cuts to the chase. It captures somebody's attention, but the velvet wraps that in a way that is appealing and palatable to your distinct audience. Okay. So you have to be confident and you have to be compassionate to just do you and not just with others. You have to feel confidence to just do you. And you have to show yourself compassion to be able to be you and to show yourself grace. Cause if you can't show yourself love, compassion, grace, it's really hard to show that to other people. That's lesson learned in in life for me. Um, So the challenge for number five, just do you is to listen to episode number five. Um, It was back when it was a bombshell business podcast. And I want you to develop your personal brand. I am pretty sure we have a download, like a a worksheet for that. Um, And if you've been in my academy or uh, one of my boot camps or um, you, you've done a retreat with me or your one-on-one coach, whatever. If you already have this, I want you to go back to it. Okay. I want you to go back to that worksheet. I want you to make sure it's still relevant, that that you're convicted by it so that you can just do you. Because when you have that inner strength, nothing can shake you. Nothing can shake me. I'm telling you, everybody's like, why are you so confident? I'm like, cause I know who I am. And if you don't like it, bye <laughs> billions of people in this world. Okay your wounds, your troubles, what you're projecting on me, your shadow, like that's not my business. That's not my experience. This is who I am. Okay. And I want you to have that same level of conviction because then you can go out and serve other people and not be shaken by the lame people. Okay. That should belong on a t-shirt or something. (laughs) So to recap the five lessons or five top lessons that I learned over a hundred episodes of the bombshell business podcast slash velvet machete leadership podcast are People are awesome. Number one. And the challenge there is to find out who do you need to meet and where do you need to meet them uh, to be able to move towards your highest self or to move towards a goal or whatever that looks like for you. Number two, lesson number two, the person who wins is not the best. It's just the person who doesn't give up. 
So your challenge there is to identify something that you think you can't do, or you're not good enough to do something you're hesitant about. And I want you to commit to a time frame of doing that over and over again. I'm not even saying consistently. I'm just saying when you screw up or you quit, get up and do it again for that entire time period. No beating yourself up. If you didn't do it for a particular time period, I want you to get up and do it again until the deadline. Capiche? All right. Number three, get out of your comfort zone. The challenge there is um, to ask yourself, what am I not doing right now? Because I'm afraid I'm going to look stupid. What do you need to do to get out of your comfort zone? Okay. Number four, lesson learned over a hundred episodes is people need your light. So your challenge in this one, I want you to involve me. You know, I love checking your messages. It might take me a hot minute, but um, it's really, 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 it matters. It matters to me that you, that you do that. That keeps me going. Um, this is not easy. I don't do it for giggles. I don't do it for my ego. I have a healthy uh, amount of confidence. I do it because people will message me and say, this is what I learned on this episode. And here's how it impacted my business or my life or a relationship. And I just wanted to let you know. And just wanting to let me know, I see it, I see you, I hear it, I'm and I'm fueled by it. So tell me your light is whatever. My light is blank. What is your light? Are you um, are you an empathetic listener? Are you a great communicator? Are you somebody who um, helps everybody in your life when they need to hang pictures or fix a leaky, leaky fox faucet? that is a light. Okay. Do you, do you take wonderful, beautiful gifts to people when they have babies or do you deliver hot meals to people who, um, who are elderly? Like, what is your light? It doesn't have to be an action. I'm just trying to give some examples. It's the intention behind that action. Okay. Um, and then number five, just do you, you know, I was going to land on that one. And the challenge is to listen to episode number five, get really clear on your personal brand so that you understand your distinct gifts and how those serve others. So you can go out into the world and, um, and be happy and be joyful and to have meaning in your life, because it's not all about you. It's about using your gifts and service to others. And when we all do that as a collective, it's a pretty rockin' life, right? So that's what I've learned. <laughs> Um, what have you learned? I want to know that too. So, um, again, you're my fuel. So tell me what your light is. And then if you learned something through these past 100 episodes about yourself or a, a tactical thing for your business or life or relationships, um, I want to know about that too. So, um, so that's the hundred episodes. Uh, let's, let's go to my birthday. <laughs> Q 50 cent. Um, let's go back to reflection. So this is a little more serious. And if you follow me pretty consistently and you, you know, what was kind of coming up, then you're probably thinking what's been going on with Amber and, um, oh, a lot of what I wanted to do. I, I just didn't get done. I'm not going to give up, you know, that, uh, but I didn't, I didn't get done by the time I thought I would, because I just didn't have the bandwidth. And so here's, here's the, uh, here's the truth. So the first week of December last year, I discovered I was going to be, um, getting a divorce and we chose to keep it under wraps until after my son graduated, not because we didn't think our kids could handle that or that he couldn't handle that. Um, because all three of our kids are very self-aware, wonderful, wonderful kids, um, but with COVID and for those of you, again, that, that, that know, like he 
had to go. Um, he had an emergency appendectomy. We had our five day beautiful stay at um, the hospital and <laughs> uh, our nice accommodations. Um, and, and then we're that house, like we're that house. So we've had all these kids at our house, like countless kids at our house since the sixth grade. And we just didn't really want to be a wet blanket on the, the uh, already tough senior year. Okay. So we wanted to honor that. Um, we lived, <laughs> we lived together for six months, um, without anybody knowing. So that should tell you that, um, we were definitely getting along. <laughs> we are friends and we love each other. So, um, the thing about unconditional love is that, um, I, I don't have to be part of the condition, um, in order to love somebody that is unconditional love. And people ask me if it was hard uh, once everybody found out. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it was hard. <laughs> Hello, I'm me. I'm super transparent. Um, it was hard to keep a secret that was such a big part of my life from people I love. Um, I did it and we did it because we love our family best. And we felt like that was what was best. Um, but that was hard. That was the hard part. Um, I'm a straight shooter. You know, that that's why you, that's why you're, that's why you're here with me. Um, so I understand from multiple surveys and whatnot, and from your beautiful, wonderful messages you send me. Um, so you can imagine the level that my soul was rotting, um, during that long season. Um, so now I didn't get my book finished and now I didn't get my planner out. Um, my world was falling apart <laughs> and I had to put my heart to get back together. I had to get my mind back together. Um, and then there was the whole public rollout. We're highly visible in my community. Um, and he actually moved away. So, um, I got to be the publicist on all of it. Good thing I have a PR degree. I'm just kidding. It wasn't like that. Um, but I had to take it on by myself and I had beautiful support, beautiful support. So I don't want to make it sound like everybody was up in my business because it wasn't in that energy. The energy was love and acceptance. And I can't express my gratitude for my real friends, um, and my community, my local community, my, my online community, uh, my speaking community, my podcasting community, um, my community that is relevant and how they rallied around me and accepted that we're, we're not going to talk about each other. <laughs> like we're not doing sides. So, um, so thank you for loving me and thank you for accepting that. Like, it was just not going to be a gossip fest. Um, and most people weren't gunning for that. They were just honoring what they understood. Here's the beautiful thing. And if you have somebody and you know, you're like, I don't know what to say, here's, here's what really impacted my heart the most. And that was somebody who's saying, Hey, um, I want you to know that I'm not looking for any details. I just want you to know that you're loved and supported. And I hate that you're going through this. That's it. That's all you have to say to somebody. Um, not saying anything is way more hurtful than saying the wrong thing. I'll just say that. So is there hurt? Of course there is. Um, are there really bad days? 
high. That's life, right? <laughs> so it's it's been awesome how people have processed it with me and for me. Um, and it's going to be different for everybody, my family and, and the community that I live in. Um, and, and I think a really cool thing about this experience is that I've been able to be there for other women who are going through similar circumstances and encourage them, um, that they can deny the drama, uh, keep their head high, nurture themselves, show themselves grace, a lot of grace and get through it. Um, what a gift, what a gift through this hell <laughs> to be able to, at, you know, love on somebody else in a way that I know that they needed to be loved on, um, and continue to. So, um, I'm just going to tell you the season is tough. It's been tough. Um, I say from stage, like I got knocked up at 16 with like, you know, no hesitation. And now I'm telling you on my podcast that I'm in the midst of a divorce. So, um, it's really important for me to be transparent because it's really, and at the right time, like not going through the, the, the worst of it, but like, and you know, there's still a longer journey, but when you've gone through the worst of it, it's, it is really, um, it enables you to be the wounded healer. And that's what I've named. I've, I've named my property Chiron's Cove because Chiron um, is a mythological Greek creature who is the wounded healer. And I know that that is a gift that God's given me and that people come to this office or um, to, uh, to hear virtually and, and they get to heal. Um, and that's, that's awesome. So when you're a wounded healer, it enables me to tell you, um, that whatever the life struggles that you are, it's, it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> and it's also our responsibility to learn and grow and get better from the storms. And that, and that doesn't happen overnight. So don't be like, all right, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's all going to be good. And I'm going to have all these lessons and move forward. And now I'm going to be stronger. <laughs> That's not how it works. Um, but it is, you can take a pile of poo and turn it into fertilizer. Okay. You, you can do it because laying down and licking your wounds for perpetuity is, is not going to afford you the chance to step into who you are intended to be in service to others. And, and that is really where true joy and contentment comes from is when, when you get to do that. So, um, and it's not just the emotional and, and so many of you, I know have gone through divorce. So, you know, that the emotional impact of it, the spiritual impact of it is not where it ends. Um, I had to do all these renovations to where I was moving to. And, and that's like a whole other project. Right. And now I'm on 10 and a half acres. So that's, that's a whole, that is a whole thing. Oh my gosh, y'all. Um, country Amber is in full effect, like to the point where my doctor thinks that I got bit by a Lone Star tick and now I might be allergic to red meat. Like, hello, I live in middle Tennessee and I might not, in, in addition to not being able to eat gluten. So it's a whole thing. Um, hopefully my results will get back within the, like, I think we're a weekend, so maybe another week. Um, then um, while trying to get settled and trying to start my new life, I was out of town from June to September, more often out of town, all over the country and the world. Um, I was out of town more than I was in town. So there's really not a lot of chance to like get my studio where I want it so that I can show up for y'all the way that I want to show up for my guests, the way that I want to show up for my audiences, the way that I want to, when I want to do, um, or when I'm, um, commissioned to do, uh, 
speaking virtually. So, um, so you get this backlit office vibe for now, um, but done is better than perfect, right? So we're just, we're just going to keep going. Um, so I just want you to know as a listener, as somebody who has followed me, whether that's been for a long time or you're new, I appreciate your grace. I really do. And I appreciate that you're hanging in there with me, even though, um, I didn't get an episode out every week consistently. And, and if you know anything about grief and unfortunately I've, I've just dealt with so much death in my life and I don't, I don't do well with it just to be, to just be real. Um, but if you know anything about grief, there are good days and there are bad days. Um, and there are, sometimes there's just bad moments and, and grief gives you no notice. It just shows up. It demands your time and attention and, um, and there's really no fighting it. So, so you have to, there, there's just been afternoons where I'm like, all right, well, that's just, it's not going to get done today. So we're going to try again tomorrow. And that's called showing yourself grace. Um, and grief is something you have to go through. You cannot try to go around it. Um, and, and until you choose to go through it, you're not going to get past it. So, um, so I've been allowing that grief. I've been allowing it and, and dealing with it. And, um, you know, that's, that's good. So, um, I'm just trying to think what else I want to tell you about this. Um, I think I'm held on a pedestal a little bit for my suck it upness, for my toughness, for my tenacity. Um, so I, I just, it's important for me to tell you that there, there, it's, it's just not always that way. Um, will I get there? Yes, I will. Cause I'm, I, I do have ten- tenacity um, and I'm very well supported, very well supported. Um, I have fabulous people in my life. Um, you know, and my therapist even said when all this was unfolding at first, uh, you're about to find out who your real friends are. And I told her like, oh girl, I already know. And I was right. And so, um, you know, in, in my space of thought leadership, I'm surrounded by powerful, empathetic, joyful, positive, positive people. I mean, I told you uh, lesson number one was people are awesome. My hometown community, my family, my parents, my five siblings. I mean, just stop. My siblings are like my posse for real. Okay. Like when the world goes to hell in a handbag, I got siblings who are like showing up, like they're on, they're on deck. Okay. So I'm very, very supported. Um, it's, it's really nice to not have sides and to have to deal with that whole dynamic of constant conflict when people, you know, have conversation or whatever. Um, but I still feel, even though they're not picking a side, I still feel wholly supported by my friends and my community and, um, and shout out to my Velvet Machete Leadership Society members, um, for just being rock stars that support each other. And when I told them were really amazingly supportive of me, so that, that was great. And, um, so that's been my year, <laughs> good times. Whew. Uh, needless to say, I'm super excited for uh, year 42 because it's gotta be better than last one. There's only room to go up. Right. Um, so I have my birthday wishes that I'm holding on to and, um, and we have contracted with this amazing, very experienced, amazingly, um, data-driven team, um, to ensure that next year is going to bring you what you need. Um, I know I'm not the most consistent person for now externally, but behind the scenes, we are busting applesauce. (laughs) to make sure we're going to deliver this for you. So um, we want you to be the best version of you. We want you to know that you're in a place where you can have peace and have joy in what you do and how you do it every day as a leader and as a human. So thank you. Now that you've heard all of that, thank you for your listenership. 
um, or your viewership. If you watch us on YouTube, whether you've been with me for a hundred episodes and some of you have, I know you have, um, or just started listening. So, um, thank you for sticking with me through the past wonky and extremely painful year. Um, that was not necessarily on my agenda. So, um, that the, just thank you doesn't even seem enough. And, and I, and I want to leave you with this and I'm going to get emotional because y'all, this is, this is my purpose. Okay. I implore you that while you have a short time on this earth, that you hold true to who you are just to you. If there are behaviors that need to be changed, then by gosh, change those behaviors, get you some bubble wrap, um, figure out how to make yourself better in those areas. Um, but if it's not behaviors that need to be changed, never, ever, ever change who God made you to be while you're on this planet. Don't change who you are called to be to others while you're on this planet ever for anyone. Okay. I firmly believe that I know my calling. I know why I get up out of bed every day. I know the anvil on my chest that sits there until I do what I have been called to do. And I know I was put on this planet so you can feel seen. In this crazy world, I want you to know that you are valuable, that you have greatness inside of you. I want you to use your unique gifting and service to others. And I'm going to keep showing you this path. I will not quit. I will not stop. And nothing on this planet short of death will stop me. And even then, guess what? I've got a book and podcasts and other appearances and all kinds of stuff that's going to live far past sister friend here on this planet. Okay. So even death can't stop this. And that's what I want for you. Um, and it's with that voracious tenacity, uh, that I wish my birthday wish. And that that is that you have that same conviction in your life, that you know who you are, that you know what you're made to do and that you go out there and you do it. That is my birthday wish. So no pressure. Okay. <laughs> um, I love you guys. I love you. And, um, don't forget to DM me what your light is. Um, don't forget to message me. Um, I will respond amber amberhurl.com or any of my social media channels, which will all be on the website in the show notes. Um, and with that, I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. Mentioned resources can be found at amberhurdle.com. Be sure to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast app and subscribe so you never miss an update. As always, thank you to The Coup for our intro and outro music. See you next time.